0: Hello, I'm Regina Zona, and this is True Confessions of a Still Fabulous Diva. This is my true confession. I like to talk about myself, too. Yes, obviously, I like to talk about myself. I mean... Doing a podcast gives lets me talk about myself and not be interrupted so rudely, but this is a public service announcement. When you are having a conversation with me while I am truly interested in hearing all about you, I like to be a part of that conversation too. That seems kind of obvious, right? I'm talking about the people who never ask you a question, and if they do bother to ask you a question, they don't really listen to your answer. They've only asked that question in order to lead them to speak about something else that has to do with themselves. I'm talking about the people who hear something that you have to say, and then they one-up you. You know, you say, I caught a cold over the holidays, and they respond, oh, yeah, I got pneumonia, and it was the worst thing. I had to use a nebulizer. (laughs) I'm talking about the people who answer with a breakdown of their resume when you ask them how they are. Conversation is defined as an informal exchange of ideas by spoken words. The important word here is exchange. Exchange is defined as an act of giving one thing and receiving another. That's deep, right? I give you something to talk about, and you give me something to talk about. It's not about you hogging up all the oxygen, I'll totally admit that I have evolved on this issue since I've gotten older. When I was 20-something or younger, uh, I thought I knew it all. And, you know, I knew a lot. But let's face it, I didn't know it all. So I used to like to really dominate the conversation. And there were a couple of reasons for this. Sometimes it was because I wanted to assert my authority. Sometimes I wanted to show off. Sometimes I wanted to hide my insecurity. Sometimes it was just as simple as having an inflated view of how interesting something that I was talking about was and that I thought that the person that I was talking about or talking to was just as interested. The other thing about me is that I... Sort of fancy myself a storyteller. And I really like the journey and the details and the build to the climax and the punchline. My partner is the exact opposite of this. She is a bottom line person. (laughs) So when I would tell her a story about something that was going on in my life or something that I observed, She would start to finish my sentences and and then start to ask a question that would sort of lead me to the end of the story. And this (laughs) pissed me off for a while. I would sometimes have to say to her, let me finish. I like to tell the story. (laughs) But eventually I realized that all the details and the flowery language is often far more interesting to me than it is to the person that I'm speaking to. And as I grew older, I started to trim the details a bit and sort of get to the bottom line a little sooner. So I like to tell stories, and I like to talk about myself. But what taught me that other people might not enjoy being on the receiving end is when I was hanging around singers, All you have to do is spend a few hours at an audition room observing singers who enter the room like peacocks trying to vie for the spotlight in the room. It's quite a sight. They come running in in a flurry and they proceed to tell the whole room that their flight was late and they couldn't get a cab and their heel broke and they had to buy new shoes. And they hope that the auditions are on time because they have to catch a flight to Miami for their next audition. Or they see somebody that they know. Perhaps they went to school with them or they were on a gig with them and one of them says how are you and the other one goes into great deal detail about the last four gigs that they had along with an explanation of how exhausted she is and she would love a vacation or they sit down next to another singer who is looking over their music and they start talking unsolicited, of course, about how they used to sing that aria and it just didn't fit in their voice anymore because their voice was so big now. And that they heard that the auditors didn't really want to hear that aria anymore because it's so overdone. And then they say, oh, but I'm sure you're going to sing it great. Or they hear a singer auditioning through the door and they make a comment to the person sitting next to them, again, unsolicited, just loud enough for everybody else in the room to hear, oh, you know, my teacher, insert famous teacher name here, suggested that I add a high note there because it's so much more impressive. There is an entire Twitter account and hashtag that posts these such exchanges that is called overheard at NOLA nola being a very famous and popular audition space here in new york you just can't believe that these people actually say some of these things out loud it's extraordinary and of course this isn't just a practice of singers this ridiculous behavior is rampant in many 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 circles so as I would listen and observe these exchanges, and who am I kidding, when I was young I used to say some of these ridiculous things too, I eventually realized that my eye rolling at these things was not unique. Most people despise these divas and divos that are so desperate for attention. And as I matured, I stopped being one of these people, for the most part. I mean, my God, I'm sure that if somebody who knows me could tell me, now, Regina, you know what? You did say this and this and this just last month. But for the most part, I have matured myself out of these types of exchanges. And if I did engage in conversation, I would not deliberately steer the focus towards me. And here's, this, here's the thing. This behavior is not unique to young people. <laughs> there, it's not unique to these people who haven't yet come into their own. I have adults in my life that are exactly the same way. I used to have a colleague at a university that I taught in who was fun and gregarious. She was a really great drinking bunny. But I came to know that if I were gonna go out with her, I would not be talking about myself at all. I would be listening to her talk incessantly about herself, about her job, about our boss, about her failing marriage. I'm not even sure that she would look at me when we were talking that she was living her own reality show, and I was just uh, the current audience member. And mind you, some of it was kind of entertaining in a train wreck sort of way, but I had to carefully choose when I was going to socialize with her, because I knew I had to be in a good enough mood that I would not need to fight for attention. Then there is this person whose response to every single thing that I say has an I, first 1st uh, first person pronoun in it. I might mention something that was happening that day, and she will respond with a story of her own. Oh, when I was there. Or I might share my opinion on how to do something, and she will say, oh, I don't do it that way. Or I might state a fact about something having to do with my career, something that she really knows absolutely nothing about, but she will respond with something in her career that she thinks is relevant and has nothing to do with what I've just said. And let me tell you, exchanges like this are exhausting, (laughs) Because what becomes completely obvious is that you are not actually part of that conversation. Actually, there is no conversation because you are simply being talked at. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I am not interested in hearing what other people have to say or what they dream of, or what they're going through, because I really am interested. I truly am interested in what the other person has to say, but what is so disappointing is that it is completely obvious that that person isn't interested at all in what I have to say. The fact of the matter is that everyone, everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to be validated. And when you don't engage other people in equal conversation, they don't feel seen. And in the future, they will have no reason to continue that relationship because it's perceived as completely one-sided. And engagement is the key here. Having a conversation is not just letting the other person talk about themselves and then you talk about yourself. You don't get anything from that. To engage someone is allow them to dig deeper into what they are saying. And that means that you ask them questions. And you not only ask them questions to keep talking about themselves, but so that you can learn something, something about them or something about the situation or anything But then you need to realize that engagement goes both ways. And once your partner has engaged you to speak, you then need to engage them to speak. Perhaps by asking them a question that pertains to what you were saying about yourself. Or encouraging them to weigh in. Or by asking them a question that changes the subject to encourage them to speak about something else. Engagement in this way not only makes the other person feel that you are generally interested in what they have to say, but it also results in a vastly more interesting conversation. You actually have the opportunity to connect with another human being in some way. You are listening and sharing and respecting the other person. And that is vitally important. This is what I know for sure. Engaging in conversation where both parties are equally contributing is one of the most satisfying experiences you can have because it creates a human connection where both parties feel valued. So here are the rules to a great conversation. Number one, don't incessantly talk about yourself. A monologue is not a conversation. Number 2. Be an active listener. Let your part look your partner in the eye. Listen to what they are saying and react appropriately. Number 3. Ask open-ended questions that encourage the other person to answer with more than a one-word answer. So if you ask, how are you doing? You usually get, fine. But if you ask, I saw you were starting a podcast. What made you think of that? Then that prompts a more interesting answer. Number four, along those lines, ask specific questions that lead the other person to an answer on a particular subject rather than asking them things like, so what else is going on? That kind of question forces the other person to do the heavy lifting, and that's not great. Number five, when you have finished speaking, Don't just put a period on it and wait for them to ask another question. If you don't sense that they're going to respond to what you just said, then ask them a question. Number six, don't be a one-upper. If the other person says something that prompts you to share a related experience from your life, okay, that's fine. But if you respond to everything that they say with a sentence that starts with I, you aren't engaging. You're turning every response into something about you, and that's rude. Number seven, be sincerely interested in what the other person has to say. If you aren't sincere, they're going to pick that up and they're not going to be feel valued. Remember that everyone likes to talk about themselves. If you're at a dinner table with somebody and you look down and your plate is full of food and you notice that their plate is empty, you've been talking too much. So shut up. Ask your companion a thoughtful and open question that gives them the chance to speak about themselves. It will be the most interesting part of the meal, I promise. Here's my inspiration for the week. This is a quote from Queen Oprah that is really more than just about conversation, but it definitely applies to what we're talking about here on a micro level. She says, Everybody just wants to be heard. Validate them. I see you. I hear you. And what you say matters to me. So, pay attention and engage. Thanks so much for listening. I really am grateful for you being on this journey with me. And join me next week for my next confession, which is, I let an agent derail my career. And remember, the only response to the question, how are you, is fabulous. (music)